0: Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It is July 29th, 2020, as George would say. And George and me are here today, actually I am together. here,
1: yeah. So, hopefully this will be a good, good podcast. I listened to the one you did last week. I enjoyed it. Um... I enjoy that you're being authentic and real and I think that's definitely something that we need we need to have and we need to be as as fathers and husbands and and mentors really in our jobs we kind of do that we we need to be real. Yeah. You know, I think it's okay for our kids to see our flaws. Yeah. And you know, and to be able to even apologize to them and say, Hey, you know, I, I know I came down on you kind of hard on whatever that was. And maybe I spoke out of anger and not a place of love or a place of proper discipline. Um, and, and I apologize for that. And I ask for forgiveness for that. And I think we can be authentic and real and talk about that. And, and I think, and I think everybody heard that. I don't think they did because only you can hear in the mic that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you didn't know, I was eating some Teddy Grahams.
1: Now you can hear me eating the Teddy grams.
0: I'm actually muted. If you
1: can hear me. It's a a oh, so it's not pick my mic's not picking your Teddy grams up. No, not at all. Okay, because I'm going to do some stuff when you mute me. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, I just want to be, I want to be real too. Like I definitely, I think a lot of fathers um, feel like we're not doing enough. Like we're, you know, sometimes we feel like we're chasing our tails or running in quicksand and we want to be the best father that we can or the best husband and, you know, and the best husband that we can be and we find ourselves missing the mark. And when we miss the mark it seems like it's just...
0: Impossible to come back.
1: Yeah, no, almost like you... Not not that you want to give up, yeah. but, like, what am I doing wrong? And then talking to other friends that, you know, they've been married for a long time, too, and they're like, dude, I think that's part of normal. Like, when we talked to Jared Lopes, I mean, he yeah. hasn't been... I don't think he's, He hasn't been married as long as I've been married, and I liked how he... Kind of said it though. He's like, I think we're always in a practice mode. We're never gonna, you know, we're never gonna hit that perfect spot in marriage, and and I think that's okay because I think we should be changing throughout our years as we grow as we mature. I I certainly hope we're not the same as we were when we first got married and and, twenty, right? And had the energy to have little kids running around and except
0: and, uh, i would want to be as sexy as i was then.
1: there is that <laughs> there is that like i look at pictures of myself Sorry, Mom, when if i feel th- listening <laughs> explicit explicit oh yeah that's just for <laughs> the explicitness <laughs> It's not about being sexy. <laughs> it's
0: all about being uh, sexy.
1: I look at pictures of myself from years ago and, uh, like, and when I thought I was getting fat then, I'm like, man, I wish I could be that fat again. <laughs> does, the,
0: does the before guy have a video? Right. <laughs> have you ever. Have you ever <laughs> There's a comedian that says that. He goes, oh, I went to buy P90X. Yeah. I'm gonna do what the military does, and that makes sense. And then he goes. Then I saw the the before guy and the after guy, and I was like, "Does the before guy have a DVD?" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: I want to do his DVD. He's like, right. <laughs> "I just want to wear a shirt, and my nipples not shoot through." Them. <laughs> That's why. Explicit. Explicit. Yeah. I we should not have made though. that button at all. <laughs> That's a good button. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can say stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we should should make an offended button.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'll be our next one. (laughs) Offended. (laughs) Offended. I'm offended. You're offended.
1: Offended. Triggered. Um, all right. <laughs> I think you just offended people by I'm, saying triggered. I'm, I'm, oh, well, I don't care. So I apologize? to say trigger anymore? I don't know.
0: I don't know. You know. There's all sorts of things you can't say, but I'm going to say them. I don't care. Um, so that kind of segues into what we're talking about. We're talking about truth and marriage and just life in general. Um, one of the things that I talked about last week was just how much... Lizer is out there basically and um even I don't while well, you listen to it but uh even the Seattle school district thing is crazy like yeah I, I don't know if you actually looked it up but it's nuts it's like um if it, it's basically saying that math is whitewashed is the basic gist of it It's like
1: yeah we were talking about the other that the other day and it's like that, you know, I think, to me, that is one of the dumbing down th- of society. Like, why why are you saying you can just make up your own math facts to, to suit this certain demographic of people? To me, that seems racist. To me, that, that you're saying, well, we know that these people can't do it. So we're just going to let them stay there. Yeah, you know we're not going to we're not going to do what we say we're doing and actually help them. We're going to say that we're helping them by just keeping them where they're at. Yeah, you know, and I, and and I think that's with any any part of society. You know, people want to talk about just minorities, but I think it's also people that Are grow poor. up poor. Yeah, you know, you grow up poor, you grow up in a Uh, not affluent neighborhood where they're not getting the higher tax rates for schools so their schools aren't getting as much funding. Um, I have a friend who's a teacher who she started out in a very rough school in in Illinois, and she was on one side of town, and they didn't have AC. Their ceilings were kind of caving in. She had to – anything that she needed for her classroom, she had to buy it herself. Wow. And then – and she was there for a couple years. And, like, going – even going to students' houses and um, saying, hey, what can we do to help you get your kid going to school, you know, and going with the dean, going with the principal. And this was a grade school. And she's going, going in and trying to help these kids get to school. And then she – uh, got another job, same town, but on in the a nicer the nicer side of town, the more affluent side of town, and she said it was night and day difference. Like parents are volunteering, they're showing up. What can we buy you for your classroom? Um, here we, you know, first day here we have coffee and donuts for you, and um, and you're this is the budget you have to get your room set up. And she's like, what do you mean that budget? Oh, yeah, we have this amount of money set aside for you <laughs> to set your room up. So and it it's, nice to make it look nice. Yeah, you. and it's, and, you know, that's not all, that's not in, that's definitely not in every school district, you know, and you get teachers that are getting burnt out and because they're not getting what they need, Yeah, you know. Um, so I think I, I just, I hate that they kind of dumb are trying to dumb, dumb down to do. society, you know.
0: Well, it's not it's not fair to do that and be um, I don't know. Like you're so saying
1: they what you're, why by doing that you're saying they can't do it.
0: Yeah, and everyone wins a trophy. And
1: basically. that's and and that's not life. That's not truth. That's not what's going to happen.
0: Because like, for instance, Lana played soccer and uh, they didn't keep score, but I sure did. And so <laughs> I, would <tell> her, <laughs> I would straight up tell her and be like, uh, You totally lost. You totally lost. And I, I wasn't mean about it. I was just like, Hey, you lost. And uh, you did great, but we lost. It's okay. Mm. And she got sad the first time or two, excuse me. Um, and uh, she got sad, but then she's like, Okay, well, next week I'll try harder. And I think it's perfectly fine for you to lose because, for instance, a uh, demographic of youth we work with, they sometimes have never lost, at least maybe never felt what losing feels like. And when they come here, they have lost. Mm-hmm. And it's because they try to push their parents, and their parents are giving them everything or or whatever it is, and they would give in to that and – all of a sudden it's like, oh shoot, I actually lost. This yeah. feels awful. And you're like, you went X amount of years, like 15, 16, 13, 12, whatever it is, years without losing, and now you did.
1: Right. Or without or or without having the discipline. I, I think I think as far as team sports, yeah. part of the discipline is losing. Like correct. If you go in <laughs> if you go into a game thinking it doesn't matter. Like people, even nowadays in the, in uh, professional sports, going into the um, like the preseason, and maybe the the top string players, maybe they'll play one or two plays. Yeah, but they don't want to get them hurt, so they put the you know the second stringers out there and kind of see what they can do and give them a chance to play but the, but that's showing them what they can do you know it's giving the, the coaches and the higher ups an idea of what these players can do and maybe the potential they have yeah but are they playing they're playing for they're playing for their position kind of thing yeah I, I think that you know so you that, have to earn it so they're gonna try harder to yeah. get that you know because they don't have that top seat um, but when they put the uh, the players that are going to be playing every weekend, it seems like they're not even they're not doing the real plays. They're kind of just going halfway doing it, so they get get a couple reps in, yeah. and then they're pulled back out because yeah. it because it doesn't matter, yeah, you know, and it's not going to count towards their their record, their credit. So anything.
0: yeah, hey, so we're gonna take a quick break. And get back. All right, and we're back.
1: So speaking of truth and authenticity and, like, really how can you change math facts, um, talking about last week, how can you change the gospel? <laughs> the gospel, like, what we as Christians know as the gospel of truth. Yeah. How can you say that when Jesus said it was finished, that that's it and we don't need anything else. Like we don't need to repent, but Jesus himself said to repent and turn away. Yeah. So by saying that, oh, we don't need to do that. Then you're taking what Jesus said taking the work of the cross away.
0: Yeah. And you're also taking away if at this is finished that Jesus even needs to rise from the grave to be real.
1: Right. And that and that and it's not finished. The work wasn't finished. He was saying his work on earth was done. That yeah. was finished. What he was done was finished there. Yeah. As buying on the cross and he gave up his spirit. Okay. That's that work is done. There, my work, earthly work here is done. Yeah. Because when he rose from the dead and came back and spent more time with his disciples, he wasn't really doing more miracles or anything like that. He was spending a time of fellowship with them and teaching and and then and making sure they were prepared. And then he said, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit with you. And... When you were talking about your friend there, yeah, you said that um, you you read me something that he had wrote on a on a message board, yeah. And I think it's for the context. Like, I think it's important to kind of share that. If he put it out on a message board, we can probably share it, right?
0: Yeah. It's well. I mean, it's for everyone because it is a public post too. Um, so his post says it's got like <laughs> a little figure of. Like, uh, Cal- dashboard, Jesus, Catholic, Jesus, <laughs> no <laughs> offense. Sorry. Everybody actually, sorry if you're offended, but not sorry that you're offended. Um, so it says, uh, wait, what they think you're in sin because of Adam without having to believe it, but to be redeemed, you have to believe in Christ. Do they think Adam's work was more powerful than Christ? Wait, What? And I I don't I don't
1: I don't get that. I don't like how like
0: So essentially what it's saying is that we were all born into sin because Adam and that they're taking because Jesus came back as the new Adam that you don't that he took away sin completely. There is no such thing as sin. Um from us to God. That nobody can sin. So You can kill people, you can rape people, you can do all that stuff, and none of it matters, essentially.
1: Then why would Jesus have said to um, the prostitute who they were going to stone, go and sin no more? Correct. I mean, so...
0: So, essentially, like... So, (laughs) I guess this is... So, obviously, for our listeners, we don't believe this. We believe that you have to ask Jesus into your heart and make your life right with Christ before you be saved. Because God is a good God. And he's going to give us a chance to do what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Um, People try to argue, well, what about somebody that doesn't know? Like, mentally incapacitated kind of thing. I think that... God's also merciful when it comes to that stuff, but if you're gonna be like, "Hey, I want to worship the devil," you're making your choice,
1: right? And and for for him to say that or that you know gospel revolution or whatever to say that we don't need Christ, we don't need to accept him, him dying was enough for everybody, and yep. nobody's gonna go to hell because there's there's now there's no hell. Um,
0: that's what it they're takes, saying. Just so everybody's listening and following, tracking.
1: It takes away. It just completely takes away the work of Christ. There, you know. Yeah. And then what is?
0: What is Philippians? What is Paul? I meant John, one, two, three. What is? First what is Thessalonians? First and second Corinthians, Colossians, just uh, Romans, and, Acts. And, um, <laughs>
1: What's the, the other, the the message that he sent out that he wasn't going to be a pastor anymore?
0: Um,
1: Do you still have that? Give me a second, yeah. You might have sent it to me, too.
0: I did. Where are you, George? Oh, okay. Found the scholoric. Um So, the story was mostly about uh, he was pastor. He he read something about hell um, from a guy named Rob Bell. I do not promote him because (laughs) of the fact of everything that I've heard has been very questionable. Um, And then uh, so he goes through the validity of what he thought hell was that he concluded that hell is Basically, a fake story. Um, So he went through that and was still a pastor at the time. Uh, And then he read Romans chapter five. He said he was shaken, um, because of what it said, the purpose of the letter, blah blah blah. Um, Then he said it became crystal clear to him that. You don't have to do anything. One man's decision placed all people in sin without any faith, acceptance, or even knowledge about the garden. Similar, even so, the man one man Jesus made all righteous without our faith, acceptance, or even our knowledge. Um, so he said it's a perfect comparison, perfect God, perfect word, perfect humanity. Um, yeah, so... At this point, he's convinced that there's no hell, that everybody's saved. Um, You don't have to do anything. You do anything you want. Um, And you can spread this message to anyone. And so, uh, basically, that's kind of the gist, right?
1: Yeah, I I guess so. And, And, I mean, he's calling it the real gospel. I don't. I just don't, I can't buy into that. So, like, with him saying that he, you know, after the work of Christ is finished, so after he said it was finished, that that's it, you know, he talks about reading Romans. Yeah. You know, so, and that's what started him on this journey.
0: But you can't read Romans if it's ends that it is well, finished. If it
1: ends it it is it is finished then why yeah then what are why are you what's the point? What's the point of the rest of the the Bible after that then and what's the point if this is the if this is the real gospel, yeah, why does he have to spread it?
0: Well there would be no reason to
1: there wouldn't be any reason to because it wouldn't matter. Whether, you know, you wouldn't who are you spreading this real gospel to? If Jesus died for for everybody which he did. Yeah. But you also you don't have to accept that. That means if you even if you're a Buddhist or a Muslim um or a, worshiper. Or a Satan worshiper like you're you're going to tell a Satan is. worship that he's a Satan worshiper that he has to that there is no devil and that he has to go to heaven now. <laughs> 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 that yeah. that doesn't seem fair, but so reading this it says, "Can you imagine the mental turmoil that put me through, you know, talking about growing up evangelical and traditional view of hell, um, and then believing that it was all that was false. Um, after a long mission to save people from hell, this is what my entire life was about. However, I decided to go on preaching and just leave the to- topic of hell alone. But I think perhaps this is this is where my real hang up is with the not real hang up, but part of my hang up with this is Yeah But I think perhaps the Holy Spirit had a different idea. So if the work was finished at the cross when Jesus says it is finished, yeah. and didn't even have to raise from the raise from the dead, he's saying that that work is finished. Jesus said that he left the Holy Spirit for us to be a comforter. Yeah. Why would you need Why that? Why would you need that then? If if after that work is done, then what do you need the Holy Spirit for? Yeah. How is he listening how is he saying this is the Holy Spirit? I don't I don't believe he's listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I and
0: And if you are listening right now and you're like, man, you guys are being judgy, this is a fruits judgment, not a man judgment. Like, if that makes sense. Right. We're like not what, saying
1: this guy is condemned to hell because that's not our job. Nope. You know, what we're saying is and we're going to pray for him and hopefully that he turns around because the Bible does say preachers that are preaching a false doctrine, woe to them. It'll be even worse for them than it is for their followers, meaning, and, and meaning then, hell, which she yeah. doesn't believe in. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so the hardest thing I have is this dude's a good dude. So don't get me wrong anybody. I love this guy. It's just somehow the path got crossed and so um kind of what I was talking about last week is just truth. Um what is the truth? The Bible is the way the truth and life. Um that's what Jesus even says and that's the way that you Jesus get to the is the way the truth and yeah. life and and but if you really think about it, the whole Bible is, is is Jesus in the Bible and God and the Holy Spirit it is all that and when people are even for this situation I was explaining like like what is it chronologically where Romans would end up and revelations and stuff like that. You can look back and find manuscripts from thousands and years ago, not thousands and thousands, but thousands of years ago, maybe like two, and um, you can see where Matthew, Mark, Luke, John uh, wrote about Jesus thirty-three years after his death, and then and resurrection and all that. Um, then you could go to like Acts and see where that's at, and like that's only. Like, all of these are less than, I think, like, 100 years. There might be one that's a little bit more than 100 years. But overall, like, logically, psychology-wise and all that, if this was made up, it wouldn't change. Right. Like, uh, Buddhism, uh, what is it called? Which one's Muhammad? What is that? Muslim. Muslim, all that. Uh, Buddhism was written, not wrote, written in, like, the 20th century, something like that, which was, like, thousands of years later, or a thousand years later. And then same thing with Muhammad was, like, like 800, 900 years after. So then they become legend instead of fact. And there's even non-Christian sources that put Jesus in that time, put him doing miracles and raising from the dead and stuff. And I think the hardest part of that is if you're listening and you don't believe, think of this. If somebody that's an atheist at least took the time to say, hey, this guy was real, and I heard some crazy stuff about him, around the same time all these apostles and prophets and stuff were preaching, then there might be something to this, especially if an, another atheist is doing this. Um, obviously, they're not going to focus on Jesus because that is not the focal point of what they're doing. They're just chronological yeah, um, timing and stuff like that.
1: There's historians that, yeah. you know, they were writing down the history of, of things that were going on at that time, and if they wrote about Jesus doing things, you know, being on the earth and doing miracles, that was definitely a big thing in history. Yeah. They didn't, you know, they didn't need to talk about his ministry. Nope. Because they were just recording history and things that were happening in the day. And so, so
0: yeah. So, like, um, I, think, I think the hardest time I'm having is because of his truth. And then the truth were being spewed. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm having a hard time believing that, um, to be real, even the whole pandemic thing. And just to set this up correctly, uh, we, we, like me and George, have been near a situation where a youth has had this virus and 20 one people had been around this youth consistently for X amount of days and none of them got it. So I'm having a hard time believing how contagious this is, how awful it is and stuff. Even from seeing how that is, I can understand Hey, if you're on chemo or something like that, that, that is
1: more like yeah, that stuff that's suppressing your immune system. If you have a compromised immune system that makes sense. any you know that makes sense. Any, and I'm not you know I'm you could belittling. get a cold and 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 end up dying because your immune system is compromised. If anyone that you know has been going through cancer treatments, that one of the biggest things is they're not going out. You know they're staying away from people because getting getting any kind of sickness, any kind of infection could be detrimental to their health. So, obviously, COVID-19 could be detrimental to their health. And, like, there's just too many different things that they're finding. Like, they're talking about coming up with a vaccine for this, but they don't even know everything about the virus itself. So, how are they, you know, how are they truly going to come up with a proper vaccine when they really... (laughs) don't know all the ins and outs of this virus, and they're looking at it and going, well, with these different symptoms that we see, within this one strain, there's at least six different things that could happen.
0: And you know? I, I think the hardest thing I'm having is um, there's no truth to this whole thing. There has, There's little to no truth. Um, there are facts, maybe a couple of facts that are truth. So, obviously, I know facts are truth and truth is facts. But, like we just said, cancer There's patients nothing def- and stuff. There's nothing yeah. definitive.
1: and Like I was telling you, I think, a couple of weeks ago with it. And I'm
0: not saying just for our listeners, I'm not saying that people did not die. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the virus is not real. I'm just saying I think. There's a lot more to this that we're not seeing.
1: Definitely. Especially, like, I was telling you, like, there was someone that um, that I know that she died. And the, some of the things that I heard back were that she died suddenly from COVID. It just, that really bothered me. Because yeah. everything that I've heard surrounding this sickness, people don't die suddenly from it. You know, and I don't know what her health history was. Um, I definitely feel for her family, and you know, um, but it, but there there are too many unknowns for people to going around be going around and saying that there's, um, calling different things. Well, well, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. And well, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, you're wearing masks for other people, and personally when i wear a mask i'm wearing it for other people i'm not wearing it necessarily for myself i want to be respectful of others i want to be respectful of businesses if i'm walking into their business and they're asking me to wear a mask i'm going to wear a mask because they also say no shoot no no shirt no shoes no service you know yeah. they i i going to go ahead and say they they reserve The right to not serve me if I'm not wearing a mask I'm not going to go in there and say you're infringing on my rights well you barging in there saying you're not going to wear a mask you're infringing on their rights and as you know as Christ followers I don't think that is something that that's not a, a hill that we're supposed to be dying on Yeah, is whether you wear a mask or not
0: I think there is a hill to die on (laughs) <laughs> for that, this is where I differ from you. <laughs> so, in church, I don't give a crap. <laughs> like to be real with you, um, if you have a compromised immune system, stay home. I if you don't, I'm just saying at church purely. And for governments to be telling people like, "Hey," like I talked about last week, where they're like in California, like, "No, you need to not sing."
1: Well, and and, then, and and the thing is, is we already have laws on the books that it's our constitutional right the separation of church and state. Yeah. The the church shouldn't be telling government what to do and the government shouldn't be telling church what to do.
0: And I don't care if it's pandemic. <laughs> to be honest like, with you.
1: And and the thing is if you want to go to your place of worship <clears throat> and you want to sing, yeah, then you should be able to. To yeah. me that is really a a a trick of the enemy because it's he knows attack. he knows that one of our biggest and and I feel that I strongly about this and I know you do too one of our biggest weapons of warfare against the enemy of our souls is yeah. worship and and worshiping God in spirit and in truth that is and we do that not only by singing, by the way we live our lives, but singing is definitely a part of that. When you get into that corporate worship, and yeah. you're you know, worshiping God in all one accord, and and even the Bible talks about the angels singing before the Lord, or not even not singing, it says saying before the Lord, Hallelujah, um, and I and. You know, continuously saying that.
0: And I, I think what I'm getting at is, as believers, we need to stand up yes. for certain things. And yes. so the mass thing in general, okay, like I can see that, but I can also see the other side. <clears throat> like where people are all, hey, this is going against my constitution rights. But also, I would see why. I also can see not why. <laughs> Does that make sense? So yeah, there are, I don't, there are I mean, definitely I don't a lot of statistics out there that you're like, um, it doesn't matter either way if you want to wear it or not. And so it's like I don't know what to really push. So, like, <laughs> there's someone I know who took one of those uh, reflective vests that had the holes in it mm. and <laughs> made it into a mask and went to the store and they're like, that's perfectly fine. But I've seen, like, Walmart workers with a Knit It mask. I'm like, so I could come in here with a random mask, and you guys would just, I've, I've been thinking, I've been debating this, like, about buying, like, a Spider-Man mask. One of my friends, like he,
1: he went, you know, the when as kids, and they still kind of have them now, but they had the little costume masks, you know, with the rubber band string and the cut-out eyes, yeah. My buddy went into the store the other day and he's waiting in line cuz you know and he's living in Illinois so they're they're really still pretty locked down with things and only letting a certain amount of people go in the store at a time and and uh he sees this kid going in with a Skeletor mask, you know, from <laughs> He-Man. <laughs> and he, you know, you could tell that they're you know doing this kind of gag to see what they would see, see what they would say because he had another friend that had his phone out and was obviously videoing what he was doing, yeah. And um, and they, well,
0: I mean, what can you say? You're wearing a mask,
1: right? And they said, Well, sir, that you can't, you know, you can't come in here like that. He's like, This is a mask that says mask, it doesn't say any type of mask, doesn't say it, it, it does to be a medical mask, <laughs> it just says mask. So he was. And they were like, "Oh well, I guess you're right." <laughs> and then he did have, like, he did have a medical mask on underneath that mask. Yeah. But so you, you know, then my buddy was like, "Well, now I'm mad because he still was being compliant with wearing the medical mask underneath there, not just the yeah. stupid skeleton <laughs> mask." He's like, "Now I'm mad because he didn't, you know, he didn't follow through." <laughs> yeah, he should have followed through, Nate. so
0: i think i think the hardest part is we want to spread the truth we want to talk about the truth and talk about jesus and the true who he is and and stuff like that and i i implore you i i beg you to read your bible and just start matthew mark luke john find out who jesus is
1: and and through the you know and and go through the whole gospel don't just stop it it is finished yes cuz there's Finish so, much, so more, much more like i i've said this my whole christian walk pretty much that the yes christ died for our sins yep. absolutely but he rose to conquer death and the grave um it's without kinda... without the uh, to me without Without the resurrection, the work's not finished. Yep. You know, when he he said it is finished at the cross, it was his, his work in his fleshly body was done. That, that's what I believe he meant by it is finished. His work in his fleshly body was done, and he gave up his spirit. And then rose three days later and told his disciples to continue doing the work. If he knew that it is finished was going to be it, that was going to be the end-all be-all, what would have been the point of having disciples to spread the gospel? There wouldn't have been any.
0: So, for instance, John 3.16. People stop at John 3.16, but if you read further, it says, For God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, that is to, and this is amplified, that is to initiate the final judgment of the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes and has decided to trust in him, I don't know if anybody heard that, it said trust, Um, (laughs) as a personal Savior and Lord is not judged. For this is one... There is no judgment, no rejection, no condemnation. But the one who does not believe and has decided to reject him as personal Savior and Lord is already judged. And that one has been convicted and sentenced because he has not believed and trusted in the name of the one and only begotten Son. The one who is truly unique, the only one, to of his kind, the one who alone can save him.
1: And so this that, is, that's before it says it is finished, right? Correct. <laughs> but so, why
0: would Jesus say this if it was just to say it for that moment? Hey, I'm just going to say this for the next. I don't know when this was. Like, when did Jesus' ministry start? At
1: he was so Jesus' ministry started when he was thirty. After and then he, he fasted. And um, and then came out of the desert, and, and yeah, who was that won, guy uh, though? Oh, the one that tempted him? Yeah, who was that? You just know, Chuck, Chuck Norris or s- something? Yeah, Chuck Norris the tempter. I think that's what the Bible says. Joe <laughs> 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 no, is so
0: like even with that, like guys, for the love, there like is the there Bible is is,
1: is written from Genesis to Revelation for a reason, you know. And if you look at Revelation, I'm not sure exactly which verse it is, but it does, I think it's it's 4.12 or 12.4. I think it's at the end of Revelation where it says, do not add or take away from this holy book. So if you're, you know, and, and that's talking about, I believe it to be talking about the Taking entire, away. yeah, Word of God. So, if you're going with, I'm going to read up to it is finished on the cross and then be done with it, then you're taking away the full work of the gospel. So, if you're going to take away from the full work of the gospel, how are you having a gospel revolution?
0: Yeah, for sure. And, And, let me see. So... I think the hardest part of this whole thing is that the Bible literally tells you truth. And I can't see Jesus telling that prostitute, like, hey, go and live with no sin no more. But you can, he he would have probably, like, I, I don't know, I guess in my head, logically, the way I would think of it is Jesus would be like, hey, don't sin anymore. But, you know, it doesn't matter. And, in a little bit, you'll be all good. Right. Um, for instance, me and you talked about on the cross, how he talked to the one thief and said, hey, you're going to live with me in paradise? My question was, why didn't he look at the other guy and go, hey, you're going there too, even knowing you don't care and you're yeah, cussing you're... me out and all right.
1: that. So it doesn't make any sense. It like, doesn't. It, it there's, there's so many holes in it, and... And, and I think this is why, and maybe they wouldn't believe this because it's in Second Timothy chapter 4, starting at verse 1. It says, And so I solemnly urge you before God and before Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom, preach the word of God, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. And I, I feel like what you're doing what your other friends have been doing with with your friend that has has made this turn yeah is is doing that. You're patiently correcting, rebuking and encouraging your people cuz you know he's, he he was a follower of Christ. I mean he probably still says he is, but um and had preached the gospel, but he obviously has, has turned away. Um, but it says, and encourage your people with good teaching. Yeah. Say that again, good teaching. <laughs> um, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to right teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever they want to hear. They will reject the truth and follow strange myths. Yeah. So I, I mean, and I think to me that's what's happening here. Yeah. That.
0: And we're, we're like, so people know I'm not being <laughs> a complete tool bag on what we're communicating on. Uh, I'm not being mean at all because I I keep even saying, hey, I'm just asking questions. I'm not condemning you. I'm just asking these questions because I I want you to answer them. Because then you can hopefully look and reflect and be like, hey, maybe there is some holes in this. And, and I think the hardest part is that you see somebody that had huge potential, who was a pastor, who was preaching the word of God in, a, in an awesome manner. And I think this, I can't remember the verse, but you probably do, is the verse that talks about like God will honor his word. Mm. even if it's coming from somebody that's not
1: yeah that? um oh. i don't know exactly what, you know what verse it was about, right? but it it says his word will not return void yes and that meaning when and and i and that's why i love when secular movies have yeah. bible verses in them because that thought always that verse always comes to my mind is that his word will not return void and whether they meant to put that in there or not i believe those you know those things because it is the word of god and when when i've looked up like oh they're saying this is a bible verse i want to find out that it's true and find out yeah. okay this is that, what that is says. that yeah. is the verse that is what it says and you know and knowing that um god's word doesn't return void like any a lot i shouldn't say any but a lot of movies that have a funeral in them, yeah, they'll read the twenty third Psalm. You know, and God makes us to lie down by in in green pastures, you know. Um and I and so to me that that is you know, that's encouraging that his word does not return void. That he's gonna continuously you know, when his word is being said, even by even if doing it by um not great means, he's still gonna it's still gonna be used for his glory.
0: Yeah. And for instance, like uh I don't know, you probably do. But uh my favorite person ever, pretty much one of my favorite people, is Timmy Tebow. And oh, yeah. uh he played for the Florida Gators, and the very first time he played, he put like, so they put that eye, the like uh, light reflector. So you put that black paint the under, black your eyes. under your eye, and so um, it does help <laughs> keep the, the, yeah. the shining out. Um, but he had Romans one sixteen and it said, "I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God, uh, for salvation." Um. Everyone who believes in Christ as Savior to the Jews first and also the Greek for the gospel, righteous, blah, blah, spring, all that stuff. But what I'm saying, though, is, like, he put that on his face and that that night he, there was, like, over, like, 100,000 people that Googled that mm-hmm. and just... Just like you said, God's word doesn't return void. And so that was the same thing. And then he went to the national championship, and he wore John 316. I think it was over, like, 58 million people looked it up.
1: Yeah, I actually know someone that is one of those people that looked it up and looked at, you know, when he had that under his eyes too. Yeah. And he said, I've been watching football all my life. And I've been seeing John three sixteen, and I kind of knew what it was, you know, Bible, and but I didn't know, um, you know, the eye black under his eyes, what that was. Yeah. And then I looked in the Bible and was like, oh, and it, and it spoke to him. He's like, that's really cool that he's getting out you know, he's putting his faith out there. He's like, I've been watching football all my life and I didn't really, I didn't get it when people would do that, you know? Yeah. And... And that's just, you know, you said that that many people Googled it. And I I to me, I think that's a cool that I got a personal story about that, you know, because Tim Tebow did that. I know someone personally that I don't think that, you know, made him a Christian or made him not a Christian, you know. Um, I just, he actually opened up his Bible and, and read that because of Tim Tebow doing that.
0: So um, you want to know some that was even crazier <laughs> is when he played for the Denver Broncos, um, it was like the same night or something like X amount of years later after that. And uh, that night he threw for 316 yards. He averaged 31.6 yards completions. Uh, his final rating for the game was and the Pittsburgh's final time of possession was 31 minutes, 6 seconds. (laughs) And I think he wore uh, John 3.16 that game also, and so it was, oh, sorry, my bad. He said during the game night, uh, they checked it, it was 90 million people had already Googled John 3.16 during the game. And after it was like, double that.
1: So, so. so that being said, when we were talking about the God's ver- word will not return void, I looked it yeah. up. It's Isaiah 55 11. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. always. I, I love it always, produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everywhere I send it. Yep. So like, and 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 so, like I said, when I see that on whether it's sports players, whether see you know hear it in in movies or um, just different things, hearing hearing the word of God, it it uh, you know brings a certain amount of joy to me yeah. when I do that and and knowing that His. He sends God because when the word is going out, it's God sending the word out. When you and I are doing a podcast, He's using us to send his word out when we're reading Bible verses, he's using us to send his word out and and uh and i'm 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 really blessed to be able to do this, yeah, you know i I love it. I love that we can do that and send his word out we can talk pretty candidly about how we feel about things. And I, I hope, you know, people continue to share this and it ministers to them and and really touches people's hearts.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that with with us talking about truth and, and I think <laughs> we were going to talk about marriage, so um, we'll probably talk about that next week. Sorry we didn't touch on it. We kind of went a different route. But um, definitely I think today and now that as Christians and believers, we need to check the Bible, figure out, does this line up with the Bible? If it does not, then I'm not doing it. Um, that That's for anything. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are saying, like, if you're not agreeing with this, you're this. But if that doesn't line up with my Bible, then... I don't care what you say.
1: Right. And, I, and, and, you know, we want to also speak the truth in love when we're talking mm-hmm. about these, these things, with, you know, about your friend that, uh is seems like he's really going astray. It's not because it's out of a, a, a bad motive, but you yeah. know, to me, it's a motive of love. You yeah. love this guy and you don't want to see him steering wrong. And, and the Word tells us if we see a brother going down the wrong path that we're that we we're to supposed call to call out. him yeah. out,
0: you know. And so the verse that I kind of have been reading and meditating on is 1 Corinthians 13, 4. It says, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and does not... Is not proud and arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoking, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. Um, I kind of like the amplified version <laughs> because it says that it does not take into account a wrong endured, endured the wrong endured. It it does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believe all things. Look for the best in each other. Hope all things remain steadfast during difficult times. Endures all things without weakening. And I I think my favorite part of that whole thing is really love bears all things regardless of what comes. Mm-hmm. So even, I, I, I know you probably have dealt with this yourself or maybe one of the girls in the house, but when, when somebody does something wrong to them or even with my friend who is spreading a gospel that I don't believe to be true, I don't believe to be fact, um, I'm not going to... Like, pounce on him. We're going to communicate, and I'm going to try to talk to him. And I've noticed many people from my Bible college just talking to him and and being really open with him, but definitely is something that we want to do and love and not just be like, hey, blah, 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 you're being dumb. <laughs>
1: <And> so, <laughs> yeah, you're being or, dumb. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we're not gonna love you anymore because you're being dumb.
0: So I don't know if you have any more, George, but I was thinking of
1: I do have one more. Um let's see. Ezekiel, where are you, Ezekiel? Mm-hmm.
0: They didn't hear what I was saying. you only heard me. Um, so, yeah, while George is looking that up. Uh, we definitely appreciate all you guys who are listening. We appreciate you guys sharing. We really need you guys to share the podcast so we can keep growing and getting bigger. Uh, we're doing things right. We're getting things corrected. We are on our next adventure. So, um, guys, we really need you to push our podcast and rate us. Um, that will help us be able to be shared more and more often.
1: Yeah, and and when you rate us, give us your highest ratings. If you do have feedback for us that's not your highest ratings, that's fine. Put that on our F Cubed Facebook. We're we're good with negative feedback. But um, the the thing is when you rate things, unless you give it the highest rating, it doesn't really count. Um, and I I just know that from people that serve survey people that actually do the surveys and and uh you know when they whenever you do a survey with restaurants or whatever and they if you don't give them a 5 they don't look at it at all yeah. you know or whatever the rating system is if you don't give them the highest rating that it doesn't matter so i think that's kind of unfair because i don't always feel that everybody's a 5 but maybe they did do a good job But then I feel bad if I don't give them that five because then it's not going to get seen at all. Then I feel like I'm, you know, doing them a disservice because I'm not giving my true rating. Maybe I'll just put something, maybe I'll give them all fives and then put something in the comments. And um, so definitely do that. If you have any kind of feedback for us, please please do that. Message us. Um, uh, You can look. Look up me, message me on Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger, you know, just George Skidlark and um, can message Jacob and let us know if you guys have any questions, have any things that you would like us to talk about, any guests that you might want to hear us have on our podcast, we'll uh, we'll do what we can to try and get those. You know, we've, Jacob's done a really great work in reaching out to people and having the um, guests that we have head-on. Um, and that's that's been really cool to be able to hear other people's perspectives as well.
0: And the uh, more you guys rate us, the more you promote us, the more we can get different people. But I'm going to let you guys know, I've, there's one really pretty big name that we are in the works with, but I don't really want to do that podcast or release that one until we have more people listening consistently because it's hard to do one that flops because we have some pretty decent guests that I can see who listens, not necessarily who listens, but how many people listen. And there definitely are consistently at least X amount of people. So please listen, please
1: promote. Share, share, share. And right. and I think um, we've been putting the links in F cube or I should say Jacob has. He <laughs> does Jacob does all the all the groundwork for this stuff, produces it, make sure it gets out every week. Um, love that he does that. I I just get to show up with my mic <laughs> and my Bible and and you know some notes to talk about. But so I want to I want to read this. Well, you know, to go along with what we've been talking about. It says says, and, and, and then we can wrap up in prayer and pray for your friend. I, I really think it's important that we do that. Yeah. You know, the word does tell us that we need to pray for people. Yeah. Um. says, then this message came to me from the Lord. This is from Ezekiel 13, starting at verse 1 through 3. Uh, then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man, prophesy against the false pros- prophets of Israel who are inventing their own prophecies. Say to them, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says, what, sor- what sorrow awaits the false prophets who are following their own imaginations and have seen nothing at all. And I think that just kind of sums up what we've been talking about. Like when you- When you're putting a false gospel out there, because you want the gospel to say what works for you yeah. so you can keep on sinning you know when it comes down to it that's how i that's how i feel you know yeah. people that do put out false gospels or you know all all you need is love and you don't need anything else um that's not entirely true we are called to love one another definitely and we should but um we also need to be able to call each other out on our stuff and keep each other accountable. and And if a brother or sister is not doing right, we need to be able to say something.
0: Yep. Amen. So, you want me to pray? Or you want me to pray?
1: Um, how about we both pray? I would like. I think you should pray for your friend, and then I'll, uh, and then I'll uh, pray us out. Okay. Cool. So. Do you want to mention his, do you want to say his name? No, I'm not going to say his name. Okay. <laughs> right, so, uh, thank
0: you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you, God, for everything you're doing in our lives. Thank you, God, for uh, being just an amazing God, taking care of us, loving us, um, guiding us. And, uh, Father God, uh, me and George are coming together. Uh, your word says when two or more come together, that it should come to pass, that, Father God... Uh, I'm praying for a miracle here for my friend yes, that, uh, to be real that Jesus, you show up. However that is, however that looks, I'm, I'm not saying anything, just you show up and show the truth and the way it should be father God. And to guide us and to help us with what we need to do to help him and help him further and find you, Father God, in a more positive way.
1: And Lord, I, I lift up uh Jacob and his family to you and my myself and my family to you and, and all of our F Cube listeners that we would be mindful of you and mindful of your Holy Spirit, continue to speak your word, to continue to speak your truth in love, Lord, and that we would Be lovers of the truth, Lord, and really dig into your word and know what you have to say to us and help us to continue to spread your gospel of truth. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Explicit. Explicit. (laughs)